The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We all have those thoughts that will not die. Along with many other thought distractions, these can keep us from thinking clearly and focusing on what we desire and who we can be. This is Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. What if you could learn to command the power of thought and make the laws of the universe work in your favor? It can be done, and it just takes some adjustments to become a thought genius. Now, here is your host, Dr. Jeffrey L. Fannin. Uh, Welcome to this uh, week of Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage and my guest, Marina Rose. So we've got a lot of exciting things to talk about. Now, Marina is an alternative health practitioner and pioneer who employs cutting-edge techniques that uh, really sit squarely at the intersection of uh, most leading-edge scientific research and ancient arts of traditional mind-body energy medicine. So she is the founder and developer of QDNA, Quantum DNA Acceleration, Uh, a revolutionary new technique for quantum growth in health, life, and business. Uh, She offers seminars, programs, lectures, private lessons in QDNA that really help to accelerate a personal and professional transformation. Uh, Marina has been in the healing arts and wellness facilitator for the past 21 years. Uh, She is a highly respected facilitator, educator, lecturer in the field, And uh, QDNA, uh, quantum DNA acceleration, is a combined holistic and lifestyle modality that incorporates the most cutting-edge scientific breakthroughs that that are on the planet at this time. Marina, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here today. Thank you so much, Dr. Fanning. Thank you. It's it's a pleasure to be here, and uh, I appreciate it. You know, uh, quantum DNA is not a term that you find a lot in scientific literature these days. Mm-hmm. So w- tell us what quantum DNA acceleration is. It is based on the four pillars. It's epigenetics, it's neuroplasticity, DNA reprogramming, and quantum field theory. Mm-hmm. So we, well, we reprogram a person either epigenetically or with neuroplasticity or if it's DNA programming, but it's in the intracellular holographic matrix, which science calls the field. Okay, so it's in that energy that I can go in and change basically whatever needs to be changed with that person to program them for whatever it is that they need to be programmed, be it emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, psychological, physiological, structural, hormonal, whether it's business, whether it's love, it's unlimited. There is no topic or subject matter that is off limits because we can just do it all. Well, that's uh, quite a big ball of wax there. Uh, Uh How do you identify what really needs to be changed with an individual? 
Um, do you want me to just, well, this is how I normally work. People, because qDNA, quantum DNA acceleration, as you said, I founded it and developed it, and it is new. So people don't really know about it. And so everything is referral based. People just refer me. And um, so what I'll do, and I'll just give you an example of yesterday. I had a very highly um, successful designer, interior designer. And um, she is on all coasts and pretty much all over Europe as well. And she wanted to work with me. And her father has cancer, uh, started off in the kidneys and then metastasized over to um, the bones. We don't know if he's going to do a session, right? But she wanted to clean up her stuff. And she also wanted to take her business to another level And her personal life to another level. So I will email her. Like she was referred to me, so I emailed her. I have a list of questions that I ask people. It's not a a lot. But from that, I can just determine exactly what needs to be done. So when she actually came into my office, and I have clients in 64 countries and all over the U.S. So my L.A. clients are lucky, and the people that fly in to see me, they're lucky. Otherwise... I have very lucky clients all over the world that we do it by phone, though. Okay, and then when they do fly into town, I meet them for the first time, and it's like we're old friends. So I had gone through her questions and um, her answers, and was, and I just, when I read the answers, I'm so hooked in the intracellular holographic matrix that I just see almost holographically her life, and I just wrote down. X, Y, Z, and this is what's going on, question mark. Meaning, I'm open to be wrong, but this is what I perceive. And so when she actually physically came into the office, um, I asked her, I said, you know, I got everything, I went through it, and I wanted to know, in particular, about her two boyfriends, because I had read her relationship with her mother and her father and her sister, and I wanted to know about these two boys men. And I said, so which one were they, the mother or the father or your sister? And we broke it down from there. And then I said, this is what I get. And this is, I think, what your problem is. And she just goes, oh my God, Marina Rose, that is right on. That is exactly what's going on. I said, great. It's an easy fix then. And um, so... I worked on her stuff, which is boundary issues. She's overwhelmed by everyone and everything. She processes everyone in her family. She processes her boyfriends. She processes her clients. She processes everyone. So she's overwhelmed. And she can never get to that next level of what she wants to do in her life, whether it's designing her own line of furniture. She's already got her artwork. She's already got all of that out there. And as I said, with multi-million dollar clients. So that's kind of the way I work. And then it can be, that's on, and then, you know, with her, she will decide now or she will talk to her father about maybe doing a session so we can clear up the cancer in him. But I can also use her as a proxy because, as you know, um, the DNA and the genes are shared. The cells in the DNA are shared from, you know, mother and father, you know, the whole family. So I can then use her as a proxy 
and clean up the cancer in his cells and DNA through her. So what you're really saying is that um, you can actually change the DNA of other people through a proxy? Yes. That's uh, really interesting. How, how did you come to that notion? How do I come to that notion? You make it sound like I don't do it. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get, Let's rephrase that. <laughs> yeah, so I guess r- really we're, what, what I'm wanting to know and maybe what the listeners would like to know is, yeah. you know, you talk about the, the holographic field and how you interpret some of this. It sounds an, an awful lot like intuition when you're making an assessment of somebody and then how you're going to employ that. It, do you use a lot of intuition? Yes. Okay. A lot of um, psychic intuitive feelings, and but I can also see it, and I can sometimes hear it, yeah, and I, the cells and the DNA talk to me. So it's I'm using every sense out there, and yeah, I'm using all of my senses continuously. Yeah, I if you understand any of uh, Norm Sheely's work. Uh, he works a lot with medical intuitives. So, as mm-hmm. a as a medical doctor himself, and and I've worked with uh, several of the people who have trained uh, with Norm Sheely and and looking at these intuitive and psychic abilities and using them in some, uh, if we could call it medical capacity, but uh, looking to change dysregulation of energy uh, in in the disease capacity, mm-hmm. and. Uh, his work is, is really fascinating. And the people that I've worked with, when we would brain map them and, and see how they use their brains very differently than others uh, and find uh, sometimes there is like this static in their intuition. So they have too, uh, too much information coming in. And it's like a, a radio that's not quite on the, the tuner. And so you can sort of hear the music, but you can hear the static. And when we clear up the static, uh, they say that they can use their gifts of intuition and ability to assess other individuals as a medical intuitive uh, much better. Mm. Do you find that sometimes there is that static uh, that gets in the way or uh, do you have like a clear channel that comes through and is always there? It's a clear channel, but you've got to remember the one thing, um, Dr. Fanning, is I work on myself daily. Well, that's good. Yeah, I work on myself <laughs> daily because I'm growing as a human being. I'm growing as a facilitator. I'm growing, um, you know, I'm growing in every area of my life. So I have to keep retuning and retuning and retuning myself. So I work continuously on myself. So, um, and get to that next level, whatever it is in my intuition. Now it's like before, you know, like I started this journey when I was a kid in my mother's womb, you know, feeling her fear, feeling her energy while I was in the womb and going, oh my God, I have to take care of her so she can take care of me. Okay, I got it. Um, You know, talk about quantum physics and quantum mechanics in the womb. So then as I've come out into the world, it's like shielding or, you know, blocking or putting boundaries so I can keep growing 
that ability. And my mother and father really, they're Italian. They're old school, meaning they believe in intuition and going by your gut. So they said, always listen to what your intuition says. Never listen to what a person says. Yeah. So when did you first become aware that this was uh, a special gift that you had? Pretty much when I was in my mother's womb. So you had conscious awareness at that I had time, conscious and, awareness, and ever since then. So you, yeah, uh, yeah. When did you first start uh, beginning to it? well working with it, but really beginning to understand that maybe you were different than everybody else? Um, I would say I was always super sensitive. And so, you know, raised, being raised in Australia, I was a super sensitive. However, at the same time, I was as tough as nails and I was as rough as guts. Meaning, because I was so sensitive, I had to protect that sensitivity. And so I had those really strong, powerful boundaries and it came in many different ways. So, um, pretty much always. And then I became very cognizant of it. Because I was self-taught, you know, with all, all of this, these senses, probably I started self-teaching te- myself, maybe 12, 12, 14. And I didn't know what I was doing, but I got it. But I didn't understand it, and I got it, if you know what I mean. And, yeah, that, so that was the journey. So as a, a business success coach, mm-hmm. um, how is it that you use these gifts to help an individual become more successful in business? Well, it depends on how, you know, it, it depends on where they are in their business. I have clients that will come to me and they want to create a business, but they really don't know what they want to create. So I've got that client. I've got a client that will... Um, they're already making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, but they want to up it. So it depends on where they come in. But um, let's say if they come in and they, they, they're in the workforce, they, they work a nine-to-five job, but they want to get out of the nine-to-five job. It's really going in, it's, it's going, to talking to them and just really figuring out what is it that they're really passionate about. You know, and what do they foresee? Like I worked with this one girl who is a jeweler and she was she was a jeweler and she really was all over the place because the poor baby listened to everyone. She was listening to this person, listening to this person, listening to this person. I said, honey, we need to just really consolidate your collection. And who's your client? So it's, you know, it's like with her, I had to really rein her in, focus her and bring her collection in so then she could explode financially and, you know, all over the world. Then you've got other people that have, that I've, that have come to me and they're women a lot of times who are on the brink of a nervous breakdown because they're so exhausted. Their adrenals are burnt out. They're making lots of money, but they're doing it old school way, meaning they're doing it more masculinely. They're doing it um, not using their natural resources and definitely not doing it the easy way because the easy way is 
knowing what to do next before you, you before your competitors even do it, right? So then I work with them and ma- market and package their uh, businesses the way they need to be packaged um, and take them through their thing. Do, do, you, do they find that uh, making a transition like that uh, where they have to do things a little differently than what they have normally done uh, is a challenge for them and they maybe have a few hurdles and things that they stumble over every now and again to try and get to that place where it just becomes a natural part of themselves? Well, with qDNA, quantum DNA acceleration, if there are hurdles, we eliminate them. Like one of my clients just emailed me this morning and she's in Toronto and she's opening up, you know, this is a 25-year-old girl. We took her out of Hollywood, okay, out of Hollywood, thinking her her dream was, you know, producing and, you know, doing live events and this, that and the other in in Hollywood, and she's very successful, and um, took her back to her hometown in Toronto because her first love and passion is dance. And we've gr- we're actually building her business plan, and part of it is going back to Toronto where she's from. And by the time we finished with her business plan, it was an empowerment center, and there is nothing like it in the world. So when you say building her business plan, Mm -hmm. is that like the traditional sense with uh, uh, you type it out on the computer and have, you know, the goals and how you're going to reach those goals and and a traditional business plan? Or is when you develop a business plan for somebody, is it different than that? The way I develop it is we develop the vision. Now, fortunately, she has the resources, so, but the vision has to be there. For any business to succeed, the vision has to be there. The vision has to be there more than anything else. If that vision is not there, kiss your, kiss your business away. Because if you're relying on investors and you're relying on this person and everyone has 10 cents worth to say, they've depleted your vision. You're not going to be successful anymore. The person that's successful sticks to their vision and just goes full barrel at yeah. it. Yeah, I want to talk more about this after we come back from a break. Uh, let's take a short break right now. You're listening to Help My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Do you find that some of your hopes and dreams aren't happening the way you thought they would? Maybe your power of intention needs fine-tuning. The latest scientific research indicates that the problem is related to your subconscious belief patterns. They determine your behavior as well as create the message that is being broadcast into the field. Only 5% of what we think about comes through the conscious thinking part of our brain, and the rest is processed through the subconscious part of our brain. You need the Thought Genius Kit. The Thought Genius Kit is an amazing combination of tools and technology that is not sold in stores anywhere. But you can get it from ThoughtGenius.com. If you want to know what your subconscious thinks and feels about something, all you have to do is think about it and watch the indicators on the screen. 
The Thought Genius Kit also comes with a lifetime subscription for creating your own mind movies. Get more information and read scientific research before you order the Thought Genius Kit at ThoughtGenius.com. That's ThoughtGenius.com. If you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant, Dieta Jones, and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. Together as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. To reach Dr. Jeffrey L. Fannin or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radioshow at thoughtgenius.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi, I'm Dr. Jeffrey Fannin, back with uh, my guest, uh, Marina Rose. And we have been discussing uh, quantum DNA acceleration and talking about how she uses that in business coaching. So what I understand about uh, beliefs and belief systems, um, that sometimes people get blocked because they have a belief that uh, doesn't always work for them. And a belief is nothing more than a thought that you have over and over again and becomes part of your core beliefs. And that also, uh, our behaviors are directed by the beliefs uh, that we have. So, um, as a result of those beliefs, why do you think that people um, want to be successful in having beliefs that they need to change? How do those beliefs actually get there and create the blockages for these individuals that you work with? Um, Well, we've got... <clears throat> Excuse me, my throat. You know, some people can't want to create a business, but they have, you know, a negative financial destiny because no one in their family's ever made any money. You've got other people that have a positive financial destiny, yet they get railroaded by, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, for instance. So let's take the one that's the, so in genetically. If someone has a negative, uh, a negative financial um, genetic destiny, we have to clean that up on a on you know a genetic level, on a cellular DNA level. We have to clean up those belief systems um, where we change them, reprogram them, and then they have to take action after our sessions to. It's like going to the gym. You now have to take different actions. So, for instance, I had one client who is a publicist, for instance. she We did one session with her, and she started making $60,000. She bought, you know, um, I think two new cars, a, a new BMW cash and a new Mercedes cash. But started making money instantly because we just cleaned it up. But she also is really open to this. You have to be open to believe 
and therefore you get. So sometimes you have to work on them believing that it can be that easy because most people have a hard time knowing that you, you can create something so easily. You know, there's always been that big question of nature versus nurture. You right. know, is it in your DNA or is it the way that you're brought up? And what, what I hear you saying is that uh, the, uh, the core of this is in the DNA and not necessarily the, the way that you were brought up where, you know, if, if you're brought up in a family that uh, doesn't uh, do well financially, that you can learn those uh, beliefs and, and that dictate your behaviors. Help me understand how the DNA part of that comes into the equation. Well, I just want to correct you with the nature and the nurture. It's both. Because someone may have the DNA that is correct for them. And let's say it's a positive financial genetic destiny, right? But then we don't know where they are with their family and how their relationship is with their family. And did they resent mom and dad's money? Did, were they happy that, you know, were they sent to boarding school? for instance, and so they never got love, but they got loads of checks. They're going to act out. They want love. It's all, you know, so then we have to nurture them back into healing that emotional wound so they can now drive that positive financial destiny. That type of person is no different to someone that has the negative financial destiny because one just doesn't have it, so we create it. And we download them to have all those new programs. The other person has it but has sabotaged themselves. So now we're healing that emotional wound. So it's both. You, it's nature and nurture. And how, you wanted to know how to do it, how to program them? Sure. Well, the reality is you have to go in and find what is that root issue that is holding all of that like I did yesterday with that one client it was like boom this is what we've got to work on so is it is it like one uh root issue or are there multiple root issues that that make it a little more complex the more complex the better I love those Um, yeah um no it could be a couple and you know the thing is you have to really you have to manage your clients. It's like they want to come to you with a plethora of issues. So now you need to be grounded and have boundaries and say, okay, for me to get the most success for you, we have to work on this issue. And they've come for you for this over here. Like let's talk about, you know, someone with a positive financial destiny and they maybe want to make money. Well, honey, we'll get there, but we've got to clean up this wound because you're acting out from this wound. Once we've cleaned that up, and I don't know how many sessions it would be for them, but then they will take off. The other person with the negative financial destiny, we have to reprogram them and get get it out there. That one woman who's the publicist, for instance, she had a negative financial destiny, predetermined, was even um, in an orphanage, was being eaten alive by parasites. Okay, and then her mother put her in an orphanage because she had no money. We reprogrammed her, and she makes bank now, but she's so open to it. But we had to reprogram her, 
and she was hungry for it. I see. Out of out of the three uh, things that you talk about, the unconscious negative financial destiny, uh, the mm-hmm. genetic destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the second one is uh, an unconscious fear of success. Yes. And a fear of failure in business. That seems to be a pretty common element with a lot of uh, individuals these, these days. And maybe maybe that's why 75% of the businesses that get started up uh, fail. Would you? W- can you comment on that? Um, yeah. People want to go into business and they they sabotage themselves. It's very unconscious. They want, they want, they want. Now we have to go in there and find out what is their fear of success. What, why are they sabotaging themselves to have failure in business? Now, it could be persecution. It could be ridicule. It could be, you know, oh, my God, I can't make more money than my mom and dad because they're going to feel really bad. And, you know, I can't make more money than my friends because, you know, well, how are they going to be? I'm not going to have any friends if I make money. You know, there's a whole myriad of beliefs of why people will fail in business and then they have a fear of success if they make too much money will they be killed you know (laughs) if they have too much money oh my god my creativity will go it's unbelievable some of the beliefs that i found in people so are are, are you suggesting that uh, when they have those kinds of thoughts Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's a, a cognitive function of the brain. So cognitively, they're thinking about, you know, I, I can't make more money than, you know, my friends or my parents or whatever. But uh, then there's the subconscious element that, no, that, that where, the, where the belief deals uh, with that and guides yeah. the behavior. And, well, and are you I, saying that that's a combination of both of those working to derail a person who's trying to be successful? No, the person comes in and all they want to do is be successful. I find those beliefs. They have no idea that, you know, they may not want to make more money than their mother and father. They may not know that they don't know these beliefs. These are things that I end up discovering. So they just live this pattern over and over again of not being successful. And so you kind of shine the light on uh, the element of uh, here's, here's where the problem is. Right, and then remove it and reprogram them and download them like a computer, straight down, everything that they need. Because they're not cognizant. If they were cognizant, they wouldn't have a fear of success and they wouldn't have a fear of failure, would they? Well, I'm not so sure about that because, uh, you know, uh, 95% of what we say, think, and do comes from our subconscious. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, many times we're not consciously aware of those elements because that part of the brain is processing at 40 million bits per second, whereas the conscious part of our thinking brain only uh, processes about 40 bits per second. So mm-hmm. we kind of have to get out of the way of our thinking brain to make changes in the subcortical regions that, that drives our beliefs and our behaviors. I understand, but you said that they came in with the belief that they knew, and I was rewording it, saying, mm-hmm. no, they didn't know that they came in with, oh, I can't make more money than my mom and dad. They, that's all I'm saying. The unconscious mind from the research that I've done with my clients, it's 99% is they're driven by their unconscious mind. I see. You know, it's like 99% is their unconscious mind. I have 1% that I can work with, 
And that's that. That's what I take, and then we're going to rip it around and reload them, download them, and give them everything that they need. Because in the intracellular holographic matrix, it's where I decode, reconstruct, recode, reprogram their belief systems for what it is that they want. So if you think about it, I have 99% that's working against me. I'm working with that 1%. So I am drilling down to find what is it that's holding that. How does one person come to me and start making almost like that week all that money? Boom. We just go in there and change that belief, whatever it is that they need to be done. They didn't know what it was. Now, you talk about decoding. Uh, yep. That's really an interesting concept. How, how do you decode these things? The decoding is part of finding the belief system that is holding them back. That's the decoding. Now we have to deconstruct it, okay, because that 99% is going to fight like Cats and dogs do everything in their power to survive. It's like a parasite. It's, gonna, it's like something that's trying to eat you alive. It's going to do everything. So not only do we decode, we've got to deconstruct. Then I have to recode it, right? And then reconstruct it, reprogram it, and put it into their cells and their DNA so it Holds. So how how do you recode that? So you you've now identified what it mm-hmm. what is wrong. I'm remove. I will remove it. So I will remove the belief, whatever it is that they have, and where it originated from. Because not only do you f- have to find the belief, or yeah, the belief, but you've got to find where did it originate from. Because uh-huh. if you just remove it, it's going to come right back. So you have to, it's like killing the queen bee to kill the whole beehive, if you know what I mean. So it's like, and sorry bees that I use that. But um, yeah, so you have to go in there and find the root cause. Now that is the technique of qDNA, quantum DNA acceleration, finding exactly where it is. And that's where the psychic intuitive abilities will come into and then track it. So then you're tracking it. Is it in this lifetime? Is it in parallel lives? Is it in a multi-universe? Is it, is it in, where is it? Is it from an ancestor? Is it from this lifetime right here, from your actual experiences? Is it a genetic belief? And then if it is a genetic belief, then you have to figure out, is it from the maternal side? Is it from the paternal side? How many generations back? Or, and then eliminate it. And, and so then you eliminate it, and then you, the next step is to recode it? Recode it, yeah. reprogram it, reconstruct it. And give us a sense of what recoding involves. Um, well, you know, a good way to explain it to you would be... When I, when I start taking people into this, I mean, they're, pretty much most of my clients fall asleep, whether it's on the phone or in person, and I'm rewiring their whole nervous system. So part of it is, part of it in a session, it could be I'm using epigenetics and neuroplasticity and um you know, DNA reprogramming, I'll use whatever tool it is that I need because I can use them all, right? 
in that quantum field. So I'm rewiring their whole nervous system. I'm rewiring their whole brain. So when you rewire the central nervous system, mm-hmm. uh, how are you doing that? <laughs> We're back to that. I am in the intracellular holographic matrix. The person is in that field. I take out that belief. I then recode them and their cells and their DNA to have that new belief structure. They will actually feel it in their central nervous system. They're sympathetic, they're parasympathetic, the somatic nervous system. They will feel it in all systems and there will be an incredible calmness and it just goes in like a computer program. So th- then you talk about uh, the downloading part of yeah. that. Yeah. Um, is that like a, an intuitive download that you use intention? Uh, yes. how, how does the download process work? Well, I've got this technique. So I will just literally say to them, you know, do you, you know, you, I will tell them exactly what I'm going to do. So they do approve it. And then I download it silently into their system. You've got to remember the cells and the DNA, the human body is so intelligent. It's the human being that gets in the way of the human body's intelligence, right? And then, you know, they've got these They've got this spin cycle of subconscious beliefs that are just blocking them left, right, and center. Once we eliminate that, literally, almost holographically, it's literally, I can see the beliefs leaving holographically. I'm also monitoring the person. You monitor, you know, with, with you know, um, the brain mapping, I will monitor that person's breathing, I will monitor their whole nervous system, but I'm also monitoring them holographically. So when I'm on the phone doing someone, I'm monitoring them holographically. In fact, I go into their body, you know, when I'm on the phone, because I have to go into their body to figure out what's going on, even with their belief systems. If they're laying in front of me, then I'll monitor them that way. But also, I can also monitor them holographically. And I just see it go in. Just like in a Petri dish, when you see genes and the way the genes express themselves, okay? So I'll see that gene expression in that person's cells, DNA, which goes out into their body, which goes out into their nervous system, and everything realigns. And once that's realigned, then uh, that's the system that will take over? And then they have now to hold it. They, and I say to them always, now it's a different action. You have to choose that different action. And then it's, I said, You've, you're programmed now. Now it's implementing the different action. So now they have to go out into their daily life and implement that action. And I want to give you this example. Um, I was telling you about my client in Toronto. Got the email from her this morning. She's a little overwhelmed by, you know, her mother and father just, you know, invading her space and basically, you know, telling her how to run her business. It's like, no, you don't get it. We're doing it my way. But that's no different to someone that's got investors. You have to hold that energy of what your business model is. 
The most successful business models are untainted. And you will see that in, I'll talk about movies. You'll see when when I see a movie and it is written, directed, produced, edited by by the one person, I know that's a pure vision. And usually they're incredibly successful. Then when you see something that, you know, everyone's been, you know, cutting and editing and to make it successful, man, it doesn't make any money. So taking it out into the movie world, there's that. Well, let's uh, take a short break and come back and talk more about this fascinating stuff here. So you're listening to Help My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage on Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Do you find that some of your hopes and dreams aren't happening the way you thought they would? Maybe your power of intention needs fine-tuning. The latest scientific research indicates that the problem is related to your subconscious belief patterns. They determine your behavior as well as create the message that is being broadcast into the field. Only 5% of what we think about comes through the conscious thinking part of our brain, and the rest is processed through the subconscious part of our brain. You need the Thought Genius Kit. The Thought Genius Kit is an amazing combination of tools and technology that is not sold in stores anywhere. But you can get it from ThoughtGenius.com. If you want to know what your subconscious thinks and feels about something, all you have to do is think about it and watch the indicators on the screen. The Thought Genius Kit also comes with a lifetime subscription for creating your own mind movies. Get more information and read scientific research before you order the Thought Genius Kit at ThoughtGenius.com. That's ThoughtGenius.com. Do you feel alone even when you're surrounded by others? Do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April J. Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to help you find out who you are. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Help! My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. To reach Dr. Jeffrey L. Fannin or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radioshow at thoughtgenius.com. Now, back to this week's program. Yeah, we're back with my guest, uh, Marina Rose, and we've been discussing... Uh, quantum DNA acceleration and what uh, all of that means and how she utilizes this in some pioneering work uh, uh, with that. Now, some of the things that I read um, uh, from that you've put out there, Marina's, uh, Albert Einstein is one of my all-time favorite people, so of course this caught my attention right away. Uh, you said that according to Albert Einstein, and in, in quotes, he says, the field is everything. Uh, mm-hmm. 
and, and you also say that, that, that it is from here that you're able to decode, reconstruct, recode a person's belief system so that you can walk them through this relationship between the field and changing a person's belief system. I kind of like to talk a little bit more about that because it's so fascinating when you start to consider how the quantum field uh, interacts with us and we interact with everybody else. We're part of this energy field. We're all part of each other, that kind of thing. And so I find that really fascinating, but a lot of people don't really recognize or understand that there is a relationship between the quantum field and a person's belief system. Can you help us understand that a little better? Yeah. Um, there. So where... Well, from a QDNA, quantum DNA acceleration perspective, which works with the quantum field in the intracellular holographic matrix, there is, like for me, when I see a person and I take them up, for instance, I can see all of their negative programming. Think of a holograph, because that field is like a holograph. Whether it is a town Okay, I just went from a person to a town to a country, you know, but that field is everywhere. It just depends on how we're able to perceive it. And can we see in there? So a person's, so well, maybe, maybe what there, I'll do is. I'll there's a lot it. of people, I think, that don't understand what a holograph is. Mm. Can you explain that a little bit? Yes. Okay. So let's go back to the holograph. A, hol a holograph is where you can actually see in a field of energy that a person or an energy that's emanating from a person or a place, people, places, and things. And from if I'm working on a person, I can see their form holographically in front of me like I'm watching a, a, a TV. Now, if you, for instance, if you go into a town, you can holographically feel the energy of the negativity that's in that particular area. And it's almost, again, like seeing it on a screen. Does that help? Yeah, I, th I think that uh, helps for a little bit. I've talked to a lot of physicists about mm. uh, the nature of the holographic elements within uh, the, the quantum field as well. And I think ancient Egyptians and, and people like that uh, uh, began to understand that, and we see the nature of those things. So if I can describe it this way, that uh, one physicist, uh, Nassim Harriman, the, and I have had a number of uh, conversations about this, and mathematically he has a great representation of how that is. So if we took um, a ball of energy, let's imagine it the size of a baseball, and we took that and it was it was had holographic information in it, and we cut it up into say a thousand pieces. That in each one of those pieces, all of the elements of the whole are also represented in 1,000 of those pieces. So the, the, the nature of the holograph or the hologram is that it has all the pieces of nature and the elements of the universe. So you have strong force, the weak force, you know, mm -hmm. gravity, and so on are all not only 
part of the larger whole, the baseball size, but also all of those elements are in the little tiny pieces that we cut up. And so the, nat- the, the entire fabric of the universe is really within the, the, the pieces of this. So if I can liken that to what you were saying, whether you, whether you go into uh, a, a house or a town or whatever, that all of the elements of the holographic nature are in there. Mm-hmm. And, and, Correct. And so uh, no matter what part you're working with, it's all uh, the same. It's all the same. It's all the same. It, it, exactly. Right. So then when you're in that quantum field, you, because you can see it holographically, right? And that was a great description. And then you can see exactly what needs the belief system. Because think of it like vortexes. You've got a positive vortex, you've got a negative vortex, right? You can feel the energy when you go to Sedona, for instance. But but those vortexes are everywhere. In a person, they're also in a town, they're everywhere. So you can feel that energy in the quantum field. Now you take it into a person or into the unconscious and the conscious, and let's take it into a person, for instance. Let's talk about the negativity, all that negativity and all that um, negative cells are going to combine together in one little area, and that's that area that's going to get sick. Right? So now, if we can dip into that little area and re, re change the expression of the genes and the cells and the DNA there, then you know we, one cell will talk to the other, 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 and then boom, everything's vibrating at that really high frequency. That's no different, though to if you take it out into the world. Look at what's happening with the consciousness now. You know, our conscious people, you know, it's like Eckhart Tolle. I just interviewed Malika Chopra the other day, and it, we were talking about frequency holders. And, and we're talking about frequency holders. People are holding this incredible energy for consciousness. And think about... You know, Dr. Larry Darcy started bringing in quantum healing, what, in 1982. Then Deepak brought it in. Then Dr. Amit Goswami brought it in, you know, 2004. But these people are holding frequencies to hold this energy. Talk about holographically. Yet, it feels like quantum medicine, energy medicine is like, the newest thing on the block, and it's been around for centuries. Oh, absolutely! As you know, yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, and I yeah. think I think we are starting to reach what we might consider critical mass. So these people who are space holders mm-hmm. uh, have been holding the space, and and when you look at that uh, principle in physics called the uh, law of attraction, where energy that vibrates at a particular frequency, other energy like that will be attracted to it. So these space holders are really uh, vibrating that energy of, of what their message is and attracting more people. So now we're starting to see not just individuals here and there around the uh, planet who are these placeholders, but they are attracting people and new communities are being formed all around the planet with energy healing and people uh, using different kinds of modalities and are talking about it, writing books about it, having radio shows about it, uh, bringing these people together in communities 
where that energy can reach critical mass and begin to change, like you suggest here, the consciousness of the planet. I think it is so amazing. Yeah. And so we've we've also got to change that the consciousness of even the law of attraction because the law of attraction is like like attracts like. But if you have people that believe in the law of attraction, right, which is it's a law, but they have negative belief systems. Okay, so we're believing in the law of attraction that fails because your belief systems aren't completely lined up well, with everything that you need. Yeah, that's where I would uh, differ with you a little bit. It doesn't fail. Like attracts like. So if you have uh, wanted thoughts and unwanted thoughts and the unwanted thoughts, you're just going to attract more of the unwanted thoughts. So the critical Mm -hmm. mass becomes, uh, do we have more people who are attracting the wanted thoughts and the vibrations that go along with that? uh, Or do we have more people on the planet who are on the unwanted thought side that are uh, so I don't think that the system is failing. The law is equal whether it's a wanted thought or an unwanted thought. We just uh, need to have more people who are attracting into these communities the wanted thoughts and, and getting that uh, intercellular communication going right. on a larger scale. So let's talk about a cell right now. There's, you know, an atom, the negative, positive, and neutral. So if you believe in the law of attraction, right – um, and it's a definite law. But if you have those unwanted thoughts, they would go into the negative pole. If you have the positive, they would go into the positive pole of the law of attraction. Now, in that neutrality, that is where the intracellular holographic, that quantum field lives. Now, we can, we can mutate it and we can reprogram it all. Right. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. By simply vibrating at a different level, uh, we can either gravitate, as you suggest, to the negative pole or gravitate to the positive pole. And, of course, we want more people to gravitate towards a positive pole because then that tilts the, uh, the vortex of the planet in a whole right. different direction. Right. And then we can have those frequency holders hold the positive pole of the quantum field, the positive pole of the law of attraction. Now, uh, we only have a a few minutes here before the end of the program, and I'd like to talk about that third concept that you offer, Mm -hmm. uh, where people create that self-imposed prison uh, prison or uh, self-sabotage, self-deception, self-betrayal kind of situation. It seems uh, that uh, people that go into that space, as you suggest, exhaustion, distraction, distortion. Uh, help us understand how that um, comes about and how people can get out of that. Well, with, you know, you, you had asked me earlier about, you know, creativity and innovation. So, and if you're helping people bring in a new business model within their business and they're in that self, they're in that, unconscious, self-imposed prison of self-sabotage and self-deception, self-betrayal, keeping busy, 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 and creating nothing. That's a self-imposed prison of self-sabotage and deception and betrayal. It's like you're keeping yourself so busy that you can't be creative, you can't be innovative. Now they're in the negative pole of 
the law of attraction in their own lives. Yeah, and I so, think I think along with that, that people are attracting distractions. Absolutely, so, but that's their vortex. That's where they're living in that field. Yeah. So, so oh, go ahead. So all of a sudden, all of these uh, things come into your schedule, uh, and you begin to have to give way to a distraction of, oh, well, this is something I have to do about right now. And, right. and our life gets full of distractions or people that become distractions. Yeah, you you know, you get a new pet, a new person that you have to take care of. And I'm calling the person a pet because, God forbid, you work on your business. You know, so it's, it's and, and some of these people, they do the self-imposed um, sabotage system by getting sick. I know plenty of people that I've seen that they've gotten themselves sick because they've got that, you know, they've, they're, they want that success. They're nearly there, but they're not quite committed. That's where I come in as well and clean it all up, right? We have to look into their belief systems. What is it that's holding them prisoner of self-sabotage, self-deception, self-betrayal? And it's self-imposed, I might add. Oh, yeah, that's the worst part of it. We create it ourselves. That's so right. If uh, we got about a minute left here. So okay. if the listeners want to learn more about uh, your business success coaching, uh, how can they get in touch with you or where can they get more information about what it is you do? You can go to my website, www.marinarosequdna.com. Dot com. You can also email me at info at marinarosequdna.com. And all the programs, the business programs that I do are tailor-made to my clients. So no two people are the same. So I wanted to say that, Dr. Fanning, it's not like one fit all, you know, one size fits all. It, they're really tailor-made for each individual and where they're at in their business. Yeah, that's for sure. And everybody has uh, different issues that they have to deal with. So it's uh, uh, really amazing work that you do. And I'm uh, certainly uh, grateful that you were able to come on the show today and uh, tell people about uh, what it is that you do. And um, uh, I really appreciate you being on the show today. Thank, thank you. you for, thank you for inviting me. And I had a blast. And let's hope that people get the energy from this radio show for our interview because I think there's a lot of energy here and people can feel it. Absolutely. So uh, join us again next week for another edition of Help, My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. Thank you for tuning in to the show this week. Please join Dr. Jeffrey Fannin again for another edition of Help, My Thoughts Are Holding Me Hostage. Listen every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have the best week possible.